One thing to note is we have to have come to this conversation of pain does not equal harm. As I just stated, we're trying to find the things that aren't painful, but we need to understand that it might be that they're just not as painful, right? We, while none of us likes pain, pain is normal and it doesn't mean something's broken and it doesn't mean something's wrong or something will happen. We just have to understand the magnitude of pain, right? If you're doing something and it's and it's jumping your pain levels up to five, six, or seven, ugh, we might be overcooking it a little bit. But if you're doing some movements and you're like at a two, three, and you're still able to do it, you know, well with good integrity, maybe that's a little bit of what we need to work through so that we can teach your body how to trust it. Okay, so this is and this is this is super important as far as the recovery process and the conversations that need to have if you're trying to set yourself up to recover from some sort of chronic issue. Welcome to the Movement Code Podcast, where we help you decode movement, health, and lifestyle so that you can expand and grow. Hey guys, my name is Antonio Gurley, your host for the Movement Code Podcast. I am a father, husband, business owner, rehab practitioner, and coach. Information overload has paralyzed many of us and we are overwhelmed with good intentions and don't know what or who to trust. We aim to provide you clarity and confidence by bringing you expert advice for the everyday person. Thanks for spending some time with me today and enjoy the episode. All right, how we doing today, guys? This is the Movement Code Podcast. My name is Antonio, your host, and today it's going to be another solo episode of me talking about some stuff. So, uh, tune in. Um, I hope I hope this will be super beneficial for you guys. But before we do that, I wanted I wanted one ask from you guys. I just want to connect with the listeners a little bit more. I'm new in I'm new in the game here, and I want to make sure that this information is beneficial for you. Now, the majority of the topics we're talking about are common things, right? Common things present commonly, meaning if one person comes into my office or if I get a question about something, someone else is going to have that same question. Someone else is dealing with the same thing. And if you're curious enough if you're curious enough to listen because you're interested in finding out more information about X, Y, and Z, or you have a question about it, I want to know. Because I guarantee that if you have that question, someone else is going to have that. If you have a question, someone else is going to have that exact same question or they're dealing with something similar. So in that, if I can find something useful and relevant for you because you have a specific question, then I can, I can make a topic about it or I can, I can interview a guest to get you the get you the best information and in the hopes that someone else will come across it and it'll also speak true to them and it'll help improve their life to some to some capacity. So I want to connect with you guys. Um, multiple ways you can do that. You can email me info at enhancedmovements.com. You can find us on social media, whether that would be movement code or enhanced movements. My name's Antonio, so you pair those together as you'll find me. DM me, shoot me an email. You know, I wanna I wanna hear from you guys. And I just wanna I wanna know a little bit more about the people that are that are listening to the podcast. So um that is your challenge this week. It takes five minutes. Take your phone out. You can do it literally right now as you're listening. You can multitask, pull it up, shoot shoot me over a friend request, uh follow me, shoot me over a message, whatever it is. Just I want to hear what you guys are up to. I want to know your names and say what up. 
Um, all right. So today, today in our episode, we are going to be talking about uh, healing, healing from injuries, and really getting this message across that the majority the majority of the aches and pains that we feel are not because there's something wrong in the body. Now, that being said, we're going to talk very briefly on what uh, what pain is and how our body feels pain, if you will. So with that, pain, pain is a perception. Pain is a feeling. Pain is an interpretation based on sensory feedback that comes into our body. Now, there's there's a ton of elements to this. So it's not, you know, it's not that we're saying like it's all in your head and it's not real. That is not what we are saying here. We got to get that out. We got to make that super clear because people have been told that before. There's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head, right? Just you need to get over it. You know, the pain that you're feeling, the pain is real. Now, there are things that will magnify our pain, Right? So we need to take that in consideration. But the pain that you're feeling is real. Now, is the pain due to something something wrong? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Right? And I don't live in your body, so I don't know the amount of pain that you're feeling. But one thing that we're commonly told is someone comes in with pain and they're like, they're like, hey doc or Antonio, this is like this is bad, man. Like I have a high pain threshold. And the fact that I am coming into you for this, this means this is serious and this is bad. While I do appreciate that the pain is probably very uncomfortable for you, everyone has a high pain tolerance. I have not had I'm sorry, I'll take that back. I can think of one particular patient who has told me they have a low pain threshold. In that they don't like feeling pain. No one likes feeling pain, right? The no pain, no gain mentality. You know, that's that, that that's a different element than what we're talking about here. But everyone has a high pain threshold. Yes, we can we can become we can accommodate ourselves and we can adapt to pain so that we aren't so sensitized to it. And that's really what the rehab process is. But we must understand that what we're feeling is is in an in interpretation of sensory input. So what do we mean, right? You step on attack sharp tack you step on it your 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 body right your foot and the skin has receptors that were just stimulated due to the mechanical insult it acquired right now let's say for instance you stepped on a pebble right a pebble somewhat sharper than just a rock but yet not as sharp as a tack you're going to get a different sensory input now let's say for instance we have a scenario such as um, someone that has some neuropathy in their foot, whether that would be from diabetes or something else where they just do not have the same sensation in their feet. Their, that skin is still getting stimulated. Those receptors in the skin are still getting stimulated from the mechanical insult. It just does not have the pathway in order to send that message. Now, let's say, for instance, we, we change this up and you're walking from barefoot you're walking on a hard surface to then carpet right you're getting these different feelings within your feet based on the mechanical stimulation that your feet are getting now the same is also true when we're talking internally about 
joints and tendons and ligaments and different things like that. They have they have mechanical receptors and they have different sensory receptors that tell them load, that tell them how much stretch. Uh, and then obviously, like if there was damage, there's going to be um, there's going to be receptors that basically be like, yeah, we're torn, we broke open, right? Now those signals, just like the feet and everything else we talked about, it's a signal or a message that gets sent from our nerves to up to from from the body part up to our nerves to our brain. Our brain then has to interpret. Is this threat? Is this okay? Am I dying? You know what I mean? They go through this. You go through this fast audit process. So it's the processing center, which we know, the brain. It's the processing center for all of this input coming in. Now, what's really cool about our brain is it basically has like this hierarchy system, right? Based on whatever's happening, we can suppress certain signals coming in, right? So let's say, for instance, you are, you know, you're being chased by a mountain lion or a bear, right? and you cut your arm open on a branch or a rock or something nearby you and you're obviously bleeding and you're very injured but the fact that you're getting chased is at a higher priority so that pain signal that's going to your brain because that signal is still going it is not being interpreted and it's not giving any thought towards because it is not the most important thing right now which makes it super interesting as to how we deal with some of these chronic pain issues. So if you're someone that has chronic pain, and it, when we mean by chronic, it's been going on for you know a period of time. Different people label chronic differently, and we're not going to get into timelines as to what's considered chronic or not. But if you've been dealing with something for a while, the likelihood that whatever tissue damage you may or may not have had has had time to heal. The body heals, which is great. Right? There are some things that don't heal properly or take a long time to heal for whatever reason. If we have comorbidities, that may require some surgical or uh, a more aggressive intervention. But if you've been dealing with an achy knee or an achy shoulder for a while, pending there was nothing damaged to begin with, why might you still be feeling pain? Right? What is it that we're repeated, repetitively doing that might be continuous in this pain cycle? So one thing to note, right, is let's say, for instance, you bruised your arm, you hit it, you bruised it, and it's and it's sore. You don't have a physical bruise yet, but if you keep hitting your arm in the exact same spot, that area is going to become more and more sensitive because it was already insulted, and then you're hitting it again, and then you're hitting it again, and that area becomes very sensitized, right? So now all of a sudden... Anything that remotely resembles you hitting that arm is going to create more pain. Whether that would be someone just lightly brushing your arm or holding or, you know, uh, 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 rubbing lotion on or something like that. That's how these chronic pain issues can kind of flare up and become something. And then you're at this point where everything is so sensitized and so sensitive that just small little things create bigger problems. So our role is to break the mold, to break the cycle to better understand what are the things that aggravate you and what are the things that don't. If we're able to get you to do more things without that 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 pain being expressed, then we're going to find an opportunity for us to start snowballing in a positive direction. Now, one thing to note is we have to have come to this conversation of pain does not equal harm. As I just stated, we're trying to find the things that aren't painful, but we need to understand that it might be that they're just not as painful. Right? We, while none of us likes pain, pain is normal and it doesn't mean something's 
broken and it doesn't mean something's wrong or something will happen. We just have to understand the magnitude of pain, right? If you're doing something and it's and it's jumping your pain levels up to five, six, or seven, ugh, we might be overcooking it a little bit. But if you're doing some movements and you're like at a two, three and you're still able to do it, you know, well with good integrity, maybe that's a little bit of what we need to work through so that we can teach your body how to trust it. Okay, so this is and this is this is super important as far as the recovery process and the conversations that need to have if you're trying to set yourself up to recover from some sort of chronic issue. Now, when we're talking about acute pain, like if I just if something just happened, there's a healing process that needs to happen. So we have to be a little bit more um, we have to be a little bit more diligent about how much pain we are exhibiting or expressing because we do need to let the body heal. But we got to let it. But, but we got to let it uh, calm down in a, in, in a specific way and then and then again ramp it back up so that your body is not fear avoidant. Fear avoidance is one of the things that really robs people of a lot robs people a lot in their lives, right? Had a had a gal who had lower back pain and because she has been constantly told so many different things as to what's wrong and basically stating that like hey, you shouldn't do those things because they hurt. And one of which is just rounding your back to flex forward, right? There's a time and a place in which you might not do that if your back hurts, but we need to teach that movement again and teach people that it should not be painful and that they should not be afraid of it in order for them to live regular lives. We should not be having to bend over with a straight back to pick things up all the time, right? Even under load, even with weight, there's times where flexing forward is completely fine. Again, context. Need to understand context. So, how do we look at how do we look at pain from a from another standpoint, right? I had I was chatting with a friend the other day, and uh, I'm I'm completely stealing this from because it was a really great analogy, and I'm gonna get Dr. Jesse on soon. He's a he's a uh, a running a running wizard uh, as far as pe- helping people with running issues, but he was talking about this alarm system, and having another conversation with a friend, we were reminded of these apartments we lived in back in California going to grad school. These were the most sensitive fire alarms, smoke detectors, whatever you want to call them, that I've ever seen. Every morning, the fire alarm would go off because we were cooking eggs. Just this, just the sheer steam or whatever else would set these things off and it would just trigger. And then of course, when one thing triggers and you hear something else trigger and then you'd have to open up the door and basically kind of like let in the air and just then it would calm down and turn off. But, but what pain is, what our body will do is it will set an alarm off before something happens, right? So that you can get in and intervene. That's why you put smoke detectors in multiple parts of the house so that you can pick up any sort of fire that started before the whole house burns down. But because of the dynamic nature of how humans are, our fire alarms can become more and more sensitive. So if a movement in the past caused pain and it creates some sensitivity and you had that fire alarm go off, when you repeat that and you have more pain or discomfort, then you basically condition that fire alarm to be more and more sensitive. So anytime you resemble a movement like that, you're going to get this pain, this this sensation or feeling of pain, sometimes well before you even do it. We've had patients express pain feeling or they feel like their pain is getting worse well before they even do a movement. Simply me asking them to bend over to touch their toes, you see this fear avoidance, this hesitation, and almost like their pain's getting worse without them even doing anything. That's a highly alarmed system. And it's good because our body will 
our body will signal you something's maybe wrong or set that alarm off well before tissue damage or anything bad really happens. We just need to appreciate it and understand the levels that we're feeling so that we can modify and adapt and not just run ourselves into the ground and forget about it or appreciate that it might not be the end of the world and that we can keep moving and going forward. So it goes both ways. We got we to gotta basically interpret and understand it. And if you don't know how, that is where working with a clinician such as myself or a coach who, who, who talks this language about understanding pain and whatnot can be very beneficial and extremely helpful in you getting over these chronic pain issues that some of you have. Okay, so we can't let it, we can't, we can't let the alarm run our lives. We have to know it's there and we have to appreciate it, but we need to, we need to realize that it's part of the process. It's part of, it's part of life to have a little bit of pain. We can't, we can't avoid it forever. So the, the big takeaway here is pain's normal. If you're dealing with chronic pain right now, okay, and you're feeling like you're frustrated or you're stuck, you need to find someone that can help you get unstuck. That's really what we're trying to do is we're trying to get you out of this negative feedback loop that just, just keeps you spiraling in one place without any progress. We need to set up some, some, sort of, uh, some sort of plan or system that is around the things that work for you, right? Everyone's different. Everyone's pain is different. Everyone's life is different. Your stressors, your experience, and, and everything that you're going through is different and unique, so it's got to be custom and different and unique for you. If you're just getting a run-of-the-mill program, it's only going to take you for so far, right? But oftentimes, that will, that will get you out of the loop depending on where you are in that cycle, okay? Pain is normal. Don't fear pain. Understand and appreciate it. But if you're having trouble understanding and appreciating and interpreting it, work with a clinician. Reach out to us. Reach out to a local physical therapist you've worked with or a chiropractor or a rehab coach. Um, someone who's versed in, 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 in having that conversation and blending it in with the model of your life, right? N nothing against orthopedics and, and different professions like that, but they're, they're, they're kind of end of the line, right? If we're dealing with something and we just can't crack the code and we can't get down there, we might want to get into uh, a little bit more of a deeper thought process that might indicate some p potential options, right? But again, understanding what those roles are is typically with the end game at surgery. And surgery should be the absolute last resort, especially when you're dealing with chronic issues, right? Very rarely is just cutting yourself open and taking something out or putting something back in going to fix the chronic issue that has been manifesting for such a long period of time. Okay, so I hope this was helpful. Uh, I know it's a little bit long-winded. I hope you have a little bit better understanding of pain so that in the future, if something does come up, you know it's you know it's not going to be the end of the world. You might have a you might have a better mindset going into it as to what you can do and how you can tackle and handle it. So I hope that will help too. If you're if you're in this spiral right now, if you're in this spiral right now of dealing with chronic pain, you just feel like you can't crack the code, or you know I've tried PT, I've tried Cairo, I've tried all these other things. There there's there's still stuff that can be done. It's not. Just because we've done those and we didn't get the results that we wanted doesn't mean that we're at the end of the road. We just need to get a little bit more creative, think a little bit outside the box so that you can determine what what things need to be done for you. So um, the challenge this week, as I uh, indicated at the beginning, is to reach out to me. I want to 
get to know you guys. I want to hear. I want to know your names. Um, I want to hear how this has been helping you. If it has been helping you, um, I, uh, I want you to know if you know if you've passed it along to a family friend um, or something like that, and it's helped them. I want to hear those stories and connect with you guys a little bit more. But more importantly, I want to know the questions you have. What things are you curious about? What things are you spending time researching about? What what things are are do you feel maybe stuck in as far as your health lifestyle? And, and, and fitness. And that way I can create um, some additional content and some specific episodes that's going to help all of you out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Move well.